Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. As I was texting with you yesterday, I just got out of a 12-day Panchakarma. Uh, look that up. Uh, I know you did after we talked. Uh, <laughs> but it's a cleanse that you know originated in india it's been going on for thousands of years and it's something i've done in the off season so i'm just getting my head above above the sand now and uh seeing what's going on out there this dude's such a weirdo <laughs> but he might be the most gifted quarterback any of us have ever seen but he's turning into more and more of a weirdo it's entertaining i mean you know i don't know Borderline endearing, although you know this past season not so endearing, but entertaining nonetheless. That was Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee Show. Our appreciation to them for that sound. He was talking about uh, this Panchakarma cleanse that he is apparently fresh off of that has him feeling gratitude. I always feel gratitude. I feel grateful for one of my good friends in this industry and in this town. My guy joins me right now on the Circle Resort and Casino in Las Vegas Hotline, home of the world's largest sports book. That guy is Lou Canellis of Fox 32. You see him all over Fox 32. You have seen him there for years. You also eat his vittles. If you go over to Ivly, a variety of locations around the Chicagoland area, Lou Canellis of Fox 32. He is on Twitter at Lou Canellis. Catfeet, how you doing this evening, man? Big day. I'll tell you what, you are so right. Rogers is twelve day cleanse. I mean, I can't. I have a tough time fasting for a day, let alone this twelve day cleanse that makes him feel appreciative of the people that he's had in his life. This guy is so full of himself. Please leave. Oh, and I'm. I've been trying to figure this out since he. You know the, this. Pat McAfee uh, appearance that he did today, and so the the only news that comes out of it is this this Panchakarma cleanse. And I know you you treat your body like a temple. You know you you keep you keep it tight. You keep it looking good. Have you ever done any kind of cleanse before? <laughs> I'm serious. I have a tough time during Lent giving up meat for 24 hours, let alone a 12 day cleanse. Never, never. I will stick to the diet that works for Luke Ellis, and that is. Plenty of Greek food, enough lamb chops to feed an army, and euros whenever I can, even if it means at breakfast time. <laughs> oh, I definitely feel you on that, my friend. Um, now, specific to Rodgers and his playing career in this same division with the Bears, that is, as you and I have talked about so much on, on Bears Post Game Live and Bears Game Day Live and all the variety of shows related to the Bears that you host for Fox 32 that I have the joy of participating in with you, 
we we've it's come up a time or two over the years we've done these shows together that you had what almost twenty years of Brett Favre and now a good decade of Aaron Rodgers, de- decade plus of Aaron Rodgers. And these these two for thirty years basically, man. Packers quarterbacks have been giving it to the Bears. So through through your lens and the passion you have for the Bears, I'm wondering. Would you prefer, since it's it's the unknown right now, would you prefer that Rodgers like moves on and, and goes elsewhere and it just kind of opens the door for the Bears? Or would you prefer that maybe he stays in Green Bay and it's just uh, maybe a, an opportunity for the Bears to finally kind of take him down before he moves on? No, please leave. Please, you have tortured, <laughs> you have tortured Luke Ellis as a fan long enough, just like number four did, leave. And I know, you know, it's interesting. Big A, you talk to people, and and they'll tell you that, well, if they keep Rodgers, maybe the Packers will be even worse because the salary cap hit this year. I mean, you look at this guy, his salary at $46 million plus against the cap this coming season, okay, makes it impossible for them to get players that can make them better. If anything, they have to cut seven quality starters from last year's squad that they felt they were all in and going to the Super Bowl with. But I would rather see Rodgers move on. And truthfully, you know, I just did a newscast with Corey McFerrin here on, on Fox, our 5 o'clock newscast, and we ran the, the, uh, the Rodgers reaction in the Pat McAfee show today. And he asked me quickly if I thought Rodgers would be around next season. I think he's gone. I really do, and I know he said nice things about Tom Clemens coming back, you know, uh, taking over with uh, Nathaniel gone and um, and Luke Getze gone. But but I th- I think that the Packers organization is smart enough to say we've done what we can with Aaron Rodgers, and I know they said all the right things. Lafleur said all the right things. We're going to make it work. We're going to. I just don't know how you make it work when you're paying a quarterback that kind of money, you don't allow yourself to better your roster. So how do you keep, all right, Aaron Rodgers around at $46 million. How do you keep Devontae Adams? I know you can tag him, but what's the tag going to be for wide receivers? The Bears tagged Robinson last year, and it was just under $18 million. Is Adams going to get $20 million next year? I mean, he's, he's due a payday, right? Yeah. No doubt. And that's the thing where if you want to keep them both and today is tag day. So we'll see how quickly uh, Green Bay would tag Devontae Adams and how how amenable he is to signing it. And if they reach a long term deal, it it definitely feels like that's going to be a factor in whether or not Aaron Rodgers is willing to stick around as well. But then you, you got a guy who's coming off back to back MVPs. I mean, how does Green Bay, you know, trade him away? What kind of haul do you get in return? There's a lot for the Packers to figure out along those lines now. Here in Chicago, got new brass in, in the mix here. Got Ryan Poles as the GM, Matt Eberflus as the coach. You and I haven't had a, a chance to discuss yet as I continue my discussion with my guy, Lou Canellis here on the Circle Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, hotline home of the world's largest sports book. You can find Lou on Twitter, at Lou Canellis. You can find him here on television for Fox 32 Chicago. And what what are your you know, we, we haven't necessarily seen Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus. They haven't really had to do anything yet aside from hire some coaches. But how, how hopeful are you just here without actually seeing them do, you know, first-time GM, first-time head coach? They haven't done these gigs yet, but how hopeful are you that, that a new day is a-brewing over at Hallis? 
you know, it's it, it, it's every fan's hope out there, and, and and I'm with them right now. I, you know, the regime needed to be changed. Uh, there needed to be a different GM, a new architect to the roster, and then a new head coach. We all have gone over what happened to Nagy after those first ten games of his first season, and what happened to that offense. Um, Ryan Poles, I think, has learned under some really smart men in the Kansas City organization. And while many will criticize the fact that he's been there for, or he was there for 12, 13 years, he learned under four different minds and one of arguably the greatest head coaches in the game in, in Andy Reid. So I feel good about polls. Matt Eberflus, here's where I feel good about Eberflus. I know the Bears' defense will be really good again, all right, because he, he will demand it. And nothing upset me more, and Big A, we would talk about it before we would go on the air, than seeing, and, and I understand that sometimes we would say, hey, Matt Nagy's keeping the locker room positive. I saw players quit on plays last season, and that upset me. That's not going to happen under Eberflus. Now, do I think that they're going to win a Super Bowl with this guy? Heck, I thought John Fox was a good hire. All right, mm-hmm. I thought Matt Nagy 10 games in was a great hire. So what do I know? It's about the players, and this team needs players. They need playmakers, especially on offense, and they need to work on an offensive line. And uh, Ryan Poles will only have, what, five selections as of today in the upcoming draft. You ask him about how he's going to spend money in a free agency. He openly tells you that he's not a believer in giving a free agent $100 million plus million. So he's going to stay away from the big-time free agents and go for that second and third-tier uh, third group of free agents. Um, we're going to find out. But, I, 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 you know, unless I'm wrong, I just don't think Justin Fields is Joe Burrow. And what the Bengals did was – they gave everyone hope, not only Bears fans, but Carolina Panther fans. And you can go down the list that a team that was, you know, a two-win team two years ago and a four-win team last year could be a Super Bowl team this season. I'm not sure the Bears are there yet. And the way Poles is going to rebuild this team, I don't think it's going to happen that quick. But I feel good about Poles, and I feel good about Eberflus in the defense. The key will be, how do they rebuild this offense and find Justin Fields' playmakers to throw the football to and offensive linemen to protect him from? Luke Ellis, my guest here on The Score. The, I was talking to you about being hopeful with the Bears. It's very easy to be hopeful about the Bulls right now, and they've got a few days off to, to sort of lick some wounds, as many wounds as they have for licking right now. But – you got multiple guys who participated in All-Star Weekend. Still multiple games up in the Central Division. So, I mean, you know, it, it feels like in, in some way that they're ahead of schedule. I, I don't know yet. I, I'm wondering, do you, do you think the – can the Eastern Conference really be had this year? Do, do you think they can, you know, take down Milwaukee, take down Miami? Would they have a shot against this version of Brooklyn? Is, is this a year that you think it's kind of, you know, just – whatever's clever, or, or that maybe the Bulls can really make a deep run at this thing? Well, I thought Karnashar, Taurus Karnashovas made the right move by not making a deal, all right? Because you don't know what you have. Heck, your players have been out injured. Caruso, Ball, 
Patrick Williams. Why give up on a Patrick Williams when you don't really know how he fits in with this team? I thought the Tristan Thompson pickup was brilliant, right? He brings them uh, veteran leadership. He was part of four Eastern Conference championship teams. He played and won an NBA Finals with LeBron James in Cleveland. He brings them some depth around the rim in the paint that they absolutely needed. Heck, with Tristan Thompson aboard now, I'm not sure Vucevic is on the floor the last four games, or the last four minutes of a game because he's just he's so deficient when it comes to playing defense. So I like the position they have put themselves in. I ask you this question: When you're looking at dynamic duos in the Eastern Conference, and I bought this up on the on the Sports Zone on Sunday night, Anthony. When you look at dynamic duos, and I get it, as of today, there's not a better scoring duo in the NBA than DeRozan and Levine. And I thought the DeRozan pickup, I thought it was a brilliant pickup when it happened because I had done enough reading and watching of DeRozan, followed his career in Toronto, saw how disappointed he was when he went to San Antonio, and knew that this guy just wanted a chance at the age of 32 to show that he still had all-star talent in him and he has not disappointed my question is all right where does that duo rank in the eastern conference when you when it really becomes a two-man game in 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 that playoff picture is is that two-man team of DeRozan and Levine is it better than Embiid and Harden now that you're going to see in Philadelphia or a healthy Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn or Giannis and Middleton in Milwaukee, or even Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo in Miami. I don't know. We're going to find out. If these guys come back healthy, Caruso and Ball and Williams, and they fit in nicely, and Thompson's helping out in the locker room as they hit the playoffs, I think the Bulls might make a pretty serious run. Not sure they'll get to the finals, but a pretty serious run. If not, I'm okay with that, because I think they'll be a hell of a team come next season. Yeah, that that's the cool thing about it because it and you know when you think about it, man, the last well, let's call it handful of years here, where it it seems like almost every franchise, every professional franchise in this city, has had some consideration of a window, some version of what feels like maybe maybe like the, you know obviously the Cubs, you know, coming off the World Series, and it was like oh maybe they're gonna make a bunch of World Series, and then that didn't pan out and. You had the that first year with Matt Nagy where it felt like the Bears were still young and you had the quarterback in year two and maybe something could really flourish there and that didn't sustain. And now, now it's the Bulls. Maybe it's the, it's the White Sox also. So there's, I think there's reason to be hopeful about the, this window that things are in. I'm wondering, do you just kind of lean in on your experience a little bit here where New York and L.A., they have like championship expectations for all their squads every single year. Is there any reason to think that that Chicago and the the fanaticism that's here in this town, that these franchises all around the city, has there been any other stretch you can think of as you've been in this town and covering things for, for these years where it's like, you know what, we, we got a bunch of squads that, that should be able to do some big things coming up? No, I don't remember a stretch like this. I mean, it's exciting. You know, the Cubs aren't there yet, but I'm excited for baseball to work out its labor issue and get the White Sox back on the field and watch them watch uh, watch them make a World Series run. And I, I'm as jacked about anyone about this Bulls team because I believe in Arturis Karnaschovas 
and Mark um, Eversley. I think these guys know what they're doing. Billy Donovan has just been he's been brilliant with the way he's handled this roster through all the injuries. There's plenty to be excited about if you're a Chicago sports fan. And it's been a while since we've had this many teams, you know, all playing or at least giving us hope like we have right now. So, um, you know, yeah, you're right. They demand excellence in New York. They demand excellence in LA. And I've always said it, Chicago fans are the greatest sports fans in the world. I was fortunate in the nineties to travel the world with those bulls and no fans compared to the fans in this town. And, uh, it's about time that the bears ripped up what they had and are regrouping. And I think the Cubs are hopefully on their way as well. White Sox did it with Rick Hahn. And now it's the, uh, the bulls with a new regime at the top and, and the Blackhawks, let's hope soon after we haven't even gotten into the Hawks and they, yeah. they need a lot of work. Right, right, and that's that's the thing. Like to to compete at that level, to be like a like a true big market team across the board, you see kind of subtle ways that a lot of the franchises in town are starting to do that. So hopefully, it will continue to be kind of an exciting time around there, and folks will obviously be able to continue watching you covering all of it over on Fox Thirty Two. This is basically just a a reason for me to to be able to chat with you for a little bit since it's the football off season. You and I don't get to hang out and talk as much, so I appreciate you taking the time, man. Miss you, buddy. We were together, what, for how many straight weeks? 20? Oh, when you well, yeah, about 20 weeks. Yep, between so the I know we needed a couple of weeks. We needed, the, we needed to divorce from each other for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Just a little too much time. Right. Now I, I, I need another dose of Big A. <laughs> we got to make that happen, Caffeine. And actually, I, I may hit you up, man. We're trying to figure out uh, where me and the wife and then the four-year-old, we, we're probably going to step away and try to take a trip somewhere coming up soon. I'm going to get your advice because I know you have traveled the globe. I might hit you up for some thoughts. Love it. Love it. All right, Lou. Appreciate you, man. That is the great Lou Canellas, my good friend and partner over at Fox 32. Uh, we're just a few minutes away from uh, from another great, the great Bruce Levine is going to join us to get the latest. Uh, as we heard Lou mention there a moment ago, latest on the baseball labor situation. Um, feels like some positivity is beginning, but don't know how excited it's it's rightful to get yet. So uh, we're going to get Bruce's thoughts on, on where things sit and the latest dope on what's happening there. So we get, we got an open segment, so we'll have some open phone lines here. 312-644-6767, 312-644-6767. I saw some texts coming in on the text zone earlier, so we'll take a time out, come back, hear from you on some of these things we've been talking about, the Michigan basketball situation, the Bears brass in their preparations for the NFL Combine and this upcoming offseason that we're in the midst of right now. A lot to get into on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you know i started this pk before you know during super bowl week so i was actually on it you know when i when i won the mvp the other night Thanks again to Pat McAfee, the Pat McAfee Show. That sounds from Aaron Rodgers on there with, uh, what is it, the sleepless punter or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know if that can – can you even count that as a humble brag? Like, yeah, I won the MVP the other night. I mean, I've, I've had a humble brag or two in my day. It's, it's never uh, been related to winning the NFL MVP. But he did just kind of slide that in. Just as a as sort of a throwaway comment, like yeah, I was just finishing up this, this PK cleanse. Uh, won the MVP the other night. I mean, you know, hey, he ain't lying. I mean, he's got a few of them, and he just he just won another one. So, like, I guess I ain't mad at him for that. That was Aaron Rodgers, of course, and he was talking about this uh, this Panchakarma cleanse that was really developed into the biggest news of the day when it comes down to it. And so apparently. What this involves, uh, according to the Twitter sphere, what a Panchakarma cleanse involves is three days of ghee therapy, which is, uh, I guess, consume ghee until you evacuate at both ends. Uh, one day of therapeutic vomiting. I have never heard those words, read those words, or uttered those words myself back to back. Therapeutic vomiting 
Who knew such a thing existed? It doesn't. It's no, there's no such thing as therapeutic okay, vomiting. thank you. I'm glad you agree, studs. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> you know, there's one condition, one okay. specific condition when I might consider it therapeutic. Mm-hmm. And, in, and it's unfortunately a situation I encountered a lot in college. So if you're extremely hungover and then you vomit, usually you feel better. I don't know if it's necessarily the therapeutic. Yeah. The rally. Well, yeah. yeah. Or, or yeah. Like I've found <laughs> that at times when I've been extremely hungover to the point that I've thrown up, I feel better. <laughs> so but, you and that, what's, what's, what's the name uh, from the Billy Bob? Is that the guy from the football movie? Uh, oh, yeah. Billy what Bob. What was it? Uh, from, what Friday from, Night from, Lights? Uh, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Yeah. Yes. Was it Billy, Billy Bob from Varsity Blues? He was rallying. He did his. Oh yeah, he so, talks about that's that's when you're drinking. I'm talking about the next day. Ah, okay. And okay. you're feeling miserable. <laughs> I have encountered moments when I felt my stomach has become so upset from yeah. the night before that uh-huh. I've ended up vomiting and felt better. And so the, in that situation, maybe that could be therapeutic. Yes. But in in no other scenario would I imagine it to be remotely therapeutic. Also, beyond that, one day of laxative therapy. Pass. Why? Three days. <laughs> three days of herb drops in the nose. What does that even mean? Herb drops. So it's like, what, liquefied herbs that you're dropping in your nose? How does that even function? What, how's that plausible? I don't know. I, I think I heard the afternoon guys talking about this. They looked it up, and it's something to do with cleansing the respiratory system. I, I, I don't know. Like, the, are you are you putting herbs into a blender? And I just, I'm, I'm that. That's the other question. Like, yeah, you're. What are you dropping? So right. I I don't understand. Is I it could, like just get like bark? kind of into the tip of your nose? Are and there then, roots involved in this that you're shoving in your <laughs> nasal cavities? I don't know how that even functions. Yeah, how far down are you letting? Because you don't want to. Obviously, you're not letting that go like into your respiratory system entirely. So is it like something that like. The vapor that the herb creates within your nose gets into your respiratory system and helps cleanse it. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and then beyond that, many days of enemas. So really, this is just a full, I mean, I guess the, the term cleanse, this is fully committed. Put awful things into your body at both ends through a variety of orifices. What was the plural of orifice, by the way? Is it orifi? Uh, text line, help me out. Three one two six four four six seven six seven. What is the? I, I know a lot of words. I do not know with confidence the plural of orifice. It, it's not a word that you have to pluralize very frequently in the English language. But through, uh, I'm going to go with orify just because I think it sounds more profound. So through a variety of orify that you you have to put some of this stuff into your body. I to, found to it. It's it's the plural of orifice is orifices. Uh-huh. Oh, it is orifices. That just doesn't sound. Orify does sound way cooler. It doesn't. It. It just sounds more highbrow when you're going with orify. Instead, orifices just sounds like you're making a mistake. Uh, so many days of enemas, and then of course to finish it off, yoga and meditation throughout. And so that's where it it can sound like more holistic. I guess that's where it can sound like you're really doing something, you know, very granola esque because you now you got your yoga and your meditation. How can you get through a full session of yoga when you've got things spewing from both ends of your body? I just I do not understand how any of this is beneficial aside from your body. You'll just be dehydrated. It's really all this sounds like you're just dehydrating yourself constantly. And I, sound that, doesn't that also People were talking about during the NFL honors thing 
I, what was that, two weeks ago now? Mm. People were talking about, man, Aaron Rodgers looks kind of like crap. And <laughs> it's like, oh, well, that's why. He said that he was in the that middle explains of this. It. That, makes, that makes sense. He doesn't look healthy. Yeah, he looked he is miserable. damaging his body. His internal and external organs have been bleeding out of him. That's why. And uh, a spectacular text from the 708. He does all that, and Rodgers is still afraid of a vaccine. How does that make any sense? How does that add up? Yes, okay, you're claiming this has been around for thousands of years, and he came out of India, and blah, 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 blah. So you're willing to do all that. But modern medicine from all corners of the medical industry and scientific industry are telling you that, you know what? Here's the way to best thwart COVID. And he's like, eh, I don't know. Not so sure about that. Yeah, but in, intentionally vomiting for a week straight? Right. Sign me up. Right. He's a unique individual. Um, so I, I asked this of Lou. And stuff, like I mentioned, you're, you're an athlete. I, I'm dubbing you an athlete. No, obviously not a professional athlete. Well, I'm not going to go too far with it, but I'm well, dubbing you, you an athlete. Have you ever done a cleanse? No, not really. Not, not, not anyone that would certainly be official. I've done times <laughs> when like unofficial cleanses. Well, yeah, I've done, like, I've done little like things. Off brand cleansing. That well, no, done. not even not even like that. I've done little things where it's like I'm I, I'm trying to to I guess prime my body a little bit better. So I'll do things like huh? okay, leading up to. So for example, I mentioned the marathons earlier. So mm-hmm. for the last two weeks before my last marathon, I didn't drink any alcohol. And so, like, stuff like, just small stuff like that. Like, I'll eliminate things to help, like, make sure my body is in is in good a condition as, as I think it can be leading up to it, an event like that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But I've never done really anything beyond that. Maybe I'll just drink tea every now and then, but, right. <laughs> you know, nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing extreme. None of these, like, juice cleanses or anything. Right, right. And, and yes, uh, from a... From 708, I did. I did say internal and external organs, didn't I? Are there any? I mean, I, I don't know. What well, else? your skin's an organ, so. Well, I was going to say, with your skin, the tongue, like I feel like there are, there are external organs. but Yeah, yeah. skin's an external organ. It's, yeah. it's Skin's the biggest organ. It's, right. It's, but, it's, see, I, I feel, I, like, I actually feel better about Orify than I do about external organs. There's, there's a lot of things that we have to Hey, discuss. you know what? English is mostly a made-up language anyway, so I say we just go with it. I mean, I, I guess in actuality is a completely made up language. To your point, um, all languages I, are made up. Right. <laughs> the point this is one hundred percent invented. The point it was is a long time ago, but yes. The point of language <laughs> is to convey a message. So when you say orify, do people understand that you're that you're saying that you're saying plural of orifice? If they do, uh-huh. then you've conveyed your message, and the and right. you're, you're successful in your language. I mean, more often than not. I, I try to be accurate with words. When I'm not, then I just call it antibonics. And that, that's what I'm going with here. I'm going to dub Orify and just call it antibonics. I, I may even write a full, uh, a full dissertation on the variety of antibonics words that I've come up with over the years. I'd read that. You should. You should. It'll be very beneficial. What's going to benefit me and, of course, all you score listeners is an update because right now, we don't know. We, we know pitchers and catchers. They didn't make it on time, but there's some positivity that's been brewing. How confident should we feel about it? Should you guard and protect your hearts for the moment, or is there a chance this baseball season is going to start 
on time. I'm going to take a time out, come back, and like I referenced, I will get into some more of the text. There were some good ones that came in earlier as well. Uh, but before that, let's talk some baseball. We'll do that with Bruce Savine next on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. When are teams allowed to go get a second baseman? When will that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Not until they have a deal. Uh, you know, I think it seems like everybody's abiding by the rules. They're not supposed to be talking and negotiating, and uh, I think everybody is abiding, as far as I can tell, at least. So I'm sorry, uh, Molly, uh, there won't be a second baseman until there's a deal. But on the good side, I do think my original prediction was March 1st. I do think there'll be a deal within a few days of March 1st. That's my prediction. I mean, couldn't tell you exactly the date, but I do think there will be a deal. Both sides are going to have to endure a little pain, though. To this point, neither side has done that. That was John Heyman on this morning with Mully and Hall right here on The Score. He sounds positive, nay, confident that things will get done in a timely manner here. A lot of folks very hopeful about that, of course, on each side of town here in Chicago. So let's go out to the hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book, and talk to Bruce Levine, our score baseball analyst here. You can find him on Twitter at MLB Bruce Levine. And I feel like it's been a, a couple of weeks in a row here, Bruce, that, uh, you know, maybe it was from Commissioner Manfred, you know, kind of saying like, hey, here's a few concessions we, we've told the players we're willing to make. And now today some legit negotiations may have commenced. What are you thinking about things? Are you feeling as positive as it feels like the momentum might be building here? Well, Anthony, I, I believe that the less we hear from the reporters that are on site, the more uh, progress is made. So when we see the posturing stop on both sides and we see we and we stop hearing from reporters about disappointment for one side or the other, that's when we know we're close to a deal. Uh, the good news is they continue to meet. They will continue to meet and uh, that they will have hopefully longer median meetings that are more prosperous uh, when they're when they're finished. Uh, this this idea about uh, holding on to these uh, inflated numbers that uh, people are holding out for is just a lot of posturing right now. I think the main issues uh, continue to be uh, getting the younger pay- players paid early. I think that's an important issue that uh, I think the players have already accomplished in this um, in this negotiation. And I think for the owners. Uh, not paying, uh, not not having to uh, to pay, have a higher uh, threshold for the collective uh, uh, collective ba- bargaining, not collective bargaining, but for the uh, for for the for the uh, uh, salary cap, uh, the soft cap, which they call the CBT. Uh, that is that is a key also. Uh, you know, the players want 245 million as uh, the the highest point where uh, teams start to pay a penalty in draft picks and percentages after that. And the owners are still stuck around $215 million. So those are the two main issues. And if they can get moving and move those numbers around to legitimate numbers <clears throat> that really are respectful to the other sides, I think we can get a deal done. And hopefully it's before the end of this week, before they really start causing some damage to the beginning of the season and uh, what uh, spring training really looks like. 
And that, that alludes to my next question. Timing wise, then how, how, how much runway remains here before the, the scheduled start of the, the regular season would be in jeopardy? Well, I, I would say that it has to be done by, uh, by Friday or Saturday. Uh, you wow. know, they, they want players to start coming into camp uh, by the 28th. That's what Commissioner Manfred said uh, in order to uh, have four weeks of spring training. What does four weeks of spring training mean? It means that uh, pitchers, uh, pitchers get their arms ready, that they're not rushed into games, that they're not rushed into the March 31st beginning of the season, and that uh, within that month period of time, pitchers have enough time to be ready. Now, I don't think that is enough time. I don't think 30 days is enough for pitchers. So my guess is that if they get something done by this weekend, that they will also uh, have expanded rosters for the beginning of the year, that the teams can hold on to two or three more pitchers than the normal 26 on a roster. And that way, uh, uh, allowing pitchers to go less time, continue their spring training mode until their arms are definitely ready to start throwing six or seven innings, which is pretty much a rarity anyways these days for starters, and uh, really not push people, especially when you go into the cold weather, weather, city, weather cities to begin the season, and you're in Detroit, and you're in Chicago, and you're in uh, Toronto at the beginning of the season, although Toronto plays inside, and you uh, you are uh, you're not only dealing with being ready, but also possibly hurting pitchers because of cold weather. So these are things that I, I think they'll they'll work out. That they'll come up with proper solutions. But this weekend is uh, is a really important uh, time to have this thing done. Baseball analyst Bruce Levine with me here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 to score. You you see him, you read him, you hear him all over the score here breaking down baseball on both sides of town and all around MLB, and that's part of why. His Twitter handle is at MLB Bruce Levine. For so many years, we've seen the, the baseball union, the MLBPA, as the the most powerful union in sports. I mean, you know, you can go beyond sports when you're talking about just the the heft that they've thrown around over the years here are some of the, the last, uh, certainly the last and maybe, I don't know, last couple of negotiating sessions between the players and the owners. It, it comes off like in some ways the MLBPA has has been weakened to some extent. I don't know if that if that feels accurate. If so, how, how has that come about? Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I think they concentrated on, and you're talking about the last two negotiations, with, which goes back 10 years. Uh, they negotiated, negotiated a way for personal items. They negotiated, negotiated a way the, the really important things, which were uh, to keep the collective bargaining, collective, uh, ba- you know, the salary cap, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. uh, at, a, at a higher number. Uh, 214 million was not enough, and and the teams are not going over that, uh, and, and therefore the union has felt that uh, they are in a real salary cap situation. Even though baseball is the only sport that doesn't have a salary cap, it's a soft cap, meaning after 214 million, teams pay a penalty uh, to uh, back to a central fund if they go over that amount in high percentages and in draft picks as it escalates up 
higher, you pay higher percentages and you pay, you pay with more draft picks or higher round draft picks. So the union did a lousy job of, of staying, keeping that figure up there to where it should be. It should still be, it should be right now around 235, 245 million. Uh, they ignored that for some personal gain in uh, ancillary issues uh, like, um, you know, better spreads at home for the players, uh, better accommodations uh, personally for the players. They didn't concentrate on the business of baseball, and they're trying to gain that all back now, Anthony, by uh, by by making uh, things tough for the owners and and standing a hard line in the negotiations that they want now. But I, I can tell you. The players will have gained uh, an awful lot by uh, just looking at uh, the fact that first and second year players are going to get paid a lot more money. And there's going to be a bonus pool, probably somewhere between 30 and 40 million dollars, where the top 30 to 40 players of a of uh, the, the second year players who aren't um, in the top 22 percent, they will get. They will get um, bonus money if they have good years based on the way that they pay them uh, through uh, a system that they will develop uh, through war and uh, and other ways to honor merit uh, in their season. So a guy like Corbin Burns, for example, uh, was a Cy Young Award winner in the National League. He made six hundred and eight thousand uh, dollars this year with the bonus system the way it is right now even at 15 million uh, burns would have made a uh, two 2.08 million uh, this year pretty significant difference for a top 30 player uh, and the way they were paid that you know the simple math is more than three times the amount he got this year so the owners have already agreed they're going to pay at least that much this system was never in place before players are going to win. They're going to win this, and they're going to get a, a minimum salary for players that's much higher than the $560 million they were making, somewhere between $625 and $675,000 a year, uh, moving up to probably $750 before this thing ends. So getting young players played is a priority for the Players Association, and the owners agree with that, and you're, you're seeing them now trying to find out how much money will go into that pre-arbitration bonus pool in the future. I remember the name Donald Fear and hearing that so much for a number of years where it was just, you know, it was almost like people just talked about him like he was the, the true commissioner of Major League Baseball with how powerful. He is. Powerful. He's a, he was the commissioner of, of the players, just like Rob Manfred is the commissioner of the owners. The players uh, commissioner is the head of the PA, which is it's Tony Clark. And the, the the leverage that it felt like was there for so many mm-hmm. years is it was was there a reason like was it just one of those things where there was a bubble to to how much influence or leverage the players would be able to to sort of sway things with that just kind of reached a crescendo at a certain point and the owners got a bit of that back. Yeah, honestly, um, Tony Clark is a really bright guy and a very good leader, but he's not a lawyer. And when he became the the, uh, the head of the union, uh, they took they took a beating because of the fact that uh, as as smart as Tony is and as good as he is in the job, he's not a lawyer and he got taken on some areas uh, where uh, the owners have won the last two negotiations, according to people in the industry. 
meaning uh, that the owners came out better than they should have. In this case, uh, they brought in a new uh, negotiator by the name of Bruce Meyer, uh, and uh, he has taken the lead uh, for this negotiation, and he has the authority and the autonomy to make a deal, uh, of course, with the blessing of the players. But uh, he's a tougher negotiator. He's really smart. I think he's already done a very good job. Why don't I hear about the service time as a big sticking point? I, I thought this round of negotiations, I thought we were hearing for years that that was going to be some line in the sand that got drawn. And I don't necessarily feel like I hear that being such a, a big sticking point as much as it, it seemed like it was going to be. Well, the owners already gave up the idea of getting compensation for free agents uh, that uh, leave. So that was that was something that uh, the players' association is really happy about. So therefore, um, after six years, teams aren't penalized uh, for signing other free agents. It makes it a freer system to sign somebody without giving something up. That's a big deal. Uh, and you're right about that, Anthony. You're right that uh, uh, you haven't heard as much about it now because the owners did give up that uh, penalty of losing a draft pick for signing a free agent. Uh, the other part is going to stay. You know, you're going to be... You're going to be uh, the property of a team for six years, and uh, they can they can also, you know, fudge that a little bit. But uh, you know, they're they're now going to a, a a different format as far as some of these other things go, and I, I think that there's going to be in this CBA some um, positives for teams that promote young players quickly and keep them on the team the whole first year. Uh, th there are going to be uh, bonuses for teams like draft picks, extra draft picks for promoting young players quickly and keeping on, them on the team all year long. Those are, those are some of the ancillary issues we haven't heard about lately because we're hearing mostly about the pre-arbitration bonus pool and the competitive balance tax at the top, which is also the luxury tax that we talk about uh, being the, the soft salary cap. Like the sounds of that. Uh, real quick, before I, before I let you run, uh, what's your gut tell you? Is this get done by Friday, Saturday, like you, your reference may uh, have things in jeopardy if it doesn't? I would hope so. I, I, I'm not great in the predicting uh, business, but I, <laughs> I, do, I do know that um, messing with spring training and pushing it forward uh, creates so many problems for the people that work and live in Arizona and in uh, Florida where spring training takes place. Uh, it's the fans and the, the people that work around those uh, facilities that really get hurt by this. Um, you know, again, um, I'm, I'm for the fans. I always have been, always will be, because they foot the entire bill. Every single penny mm. comes from the fans. And I uh, I think when you mess with spring training and you mess with the uh, the people in those places, you're you're barking up the wrong tree with the way that we've uh, dealt with uh, two seasons where there weren't full sets of fans in the stands. 2020, nobody, not until the middle of the year last year, were stands available to be filled by everybody because of COVID. Uh, our economy is going through some things. Our world is still going through COVID and some threatening things. It would be a mistake to ignore that if you're the owners and the players. I'm hoping 
smarter people prevail and this thing gets done by the weekend. So I circled around. I didn't answer your question directly, uh, but I, I gave it my best shot, Anthony. Thanks. And as always, Bruce, the effort is much appreciated, my friend. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Hey, have a good night. That is the great Bruce Levine on Twitter, at MLB Bruce Levine. Make sure, I'm assuming most of you are already following Bruce there, but if you're not, that is where you always get the latest. He will be updating things as this negotiation ensues. And Hey, by the end of the week, man, he said the clock's ticking if we're going to have opening day on time. So we will see how that develops. Developments I referenced early kind of told the tale of what happened on Sunday in Madison between Michigan and Wisconsin. A man who was there on location will join me next to give his take on where things sit between the Wolverines, the Badgers, and the decision that the Big Ten made to suspend to suspend Wolverines basketball coach Juwan Howard for the remainder of the regular season. We'll hear from that next on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 